Star Wars 7x7 episode 2419. So going back to High Republic era conversations, we talked about what scares the Jedi or what could scare the Jedi, but we're going to flip that question around and talk about what scares the Sith and it should scare the Jedi as well. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Boybot and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So to talk about what scares the Sith, we have to go back in time a little bit and talk about some history. And thankfully some of that history is shared with us by Into the Dark, which is the young adult novel by Claudia Gray that is part of the launch of the first wave of stories coming out of the High Republic Storytelling Initiative in phase one. And it starts with a group of folks that are known as the Amaxine Warriors. They were a race of warriors that you know, just went off and conquered things and were very formidable and they go back to well before the days of the Republic, but it turns out that you know, they decided, according to Reith Silas, in you know, delivering a history lesson, that they did not want to be part of the Republic's rule, and so they set off for empty space rather than deal with the Republic as it was continuing to unite the galaxy. So there's a presumption to be made here, and to do so raises an additional question that we're going to get to. So there's the Republic era, which supposedly starts in 1032 BBY, okay? So a thousand years and change before the Battle of Yavin. And there is an Old Republic era as well, and the fall of the Old Republic happens, and then there's a Jedi-Sith War, and at the end of the Jedi-Sith War, that's when the Republic era recommences, if you will, but it would be just a Republic era, not an old Republic, not, you know, a galactic Republic, but, you know, not quite a high Republic, which would be the time period where I guess the Republic era becomes, you know, as enlightened as it possibly can get. So the presumption that we're making is that it's the Republic era to which the Amaxines are reacting. So it's after 1032 BBY, so you know, closer to current times in the galaxy, that they are saying, yeah, we don't want to be a part of this. And so it's after the Jedi-Sith War that they decide to set off for empty space and find new worlds to conquer. Meanwhile, we have to talk about the Drengir, which we've talked about on previous episodes, but just for the brief refresher, this is the sentient plant hive mind species that is deeply enmeshed with the dark side of the Force. And the Amaxines apparently tried to conquer the Drengir at some point, and the Amaxines had control of the space station that we see in Into the Dark, but apparently that didn't go very well, and the Drenger actually went after the Amaxines and took over the Amaxine space station. So they, de they defeated the Amaxines, devoured and ate them, according to the Drenger, if they are to be believed, and they ended up going back to the space station and taking it over. 
until until they were put to sleep for all intents and purposes. Those idols that are on the space station. And yes, in case you haven't figured it out, we are in spoiler territory for Into the Dark. And, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since it's been out. So, you know, hopefully that's okay. But that's a fair warning. So the idols that are in place on the Maxine space station to hold the Drengear dormant, the initial thought by the Jedi is that you know, they're, you know, there for some other reason that they need to be removed because they, you know, are dangerous in their own right. Well, that's not exactly the case. They're actually there to hold back the danger of the Drengear. But it is kind of interesting that they get, you know, a dark side vibe off the idols because when they realize what they've done, when the Jedi realize what they've done and they head back and they encounter the Drengear, the Drengear are actually like moving around after them. The Drengear talk about whether, you know, the Jedi are like the ones who previously imprisoned them. And one of them says, no, the others had, you know, lightsabers that were red. They don't use the word lightsabers, but, you know, no, no, their things were red. And so clearly the implication from that is that it was the Sith that put the Drengear into that dormant state. So if the Drengear could freak out the Sith enough that the Sith decided, yeah, we gotta make them completely dormant, then they're pretty difficult to deal with. And certainly they're difficult to deal with as we see them in Into the Dark. But I mean, if the Sith had to shut them down rather than try to make them, you know, a tool for their own devices, then this is really gonna be a formidable villain. I mean, I guess the only other scenario where you could say, oh, you know, maybe the Sith, you know, weren't so afraid of them is that if they just decided to tame them and leave them as a sort of trap for somebody to stumble upon and create all sorts of horror later down the line. But uh, it feels like that's not what they're implying in the novel. That's not what Claudia Gray is trying to suggest. She's trying to suggest that these things are so dastardly that even the Sith didn't want to deal with them. But here's the thing, here's the big question circling back to the timeline thing that this opens up. If the Amaxines had this fight with the Drangir after 1032 BBY, in other words, the Republic has formed and they have gone off into this, you know, empty space, which they're in the Outer Rim, and it's new that the Republic is actually making any sort of moves into the Outer Rim at this time of the High Republic. This is the big deal, right? The outreach and the great works and all that. So empty space could well have been the Outer Rim for all intents and purposes when the Amaxines went there in, you know, that 1032 and later BBY situation. So, what that means is that even though the Jedi thought that the Sith were extinct, that's not the case. The Sith were supposed to be extinct at 1032 BBY at the end of the Jedi-Sith War. And that's not really the case because Darth Bane apparently reestablishes the Sith and puts the rule of two in place after the events of the Jedi-Sith War. So the thing that hopefully the Jedi are going to be asking themselves as a result of Into the Dark is how is it that the Drengear were put dormant by Sith when the Sith have been eliminated, exterminated? They are not supposed to be in the galaxy anymore. So to sum it up, 
Jedi-Sith War ends 1032 BBY, the Republic is established, the Maxines don't want anything to do with the Republic, so they go to quote-unquote empty space, which could easily be the Outer Rim, since the Republic isn't out there just yet, and they're just starting to get that foothold in the High Republic era, which is in the 200s BBY. So meanwhile, we'll say in the 900s BBY, the Amaxines encounter the Drengear and the Drengear actually defeat them. But then at a later time, Sith have to defeat the Drengear. And that means that there are Sith kicking around in 900 BBY, 800 BBY. And now here we are in the High Republic era and the Jedi have encountered the after effects of a bit of Sith activity that's taken place long after the Sith were supposed to have been exterminated, have been removed from the galaxy. So this should be raising alarm bells on multiple levels for the Jedi. And I would love to hear what you think about this. Now I've said in the past that, you know, anywhere that has a comment section or at SW7X7.com to have the conversation or continue the conversation to respond to you know, this with your ideas, your theories and whatnot, but I think we're gonna narrow it down to one place. So Facebook has posts coming through at facebook.com slash SW7X7 for these episodes. And so let's just keep it there. So if you have comments about this or you wanna explore the idea further, then please head over to F. Be to Facebook. That's facebook.com slash SW7X7. Grab a post for this episode and chime in there. And that is going to do it for the episode of the show today. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited but their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.